In this episode, I'll be recapping what we talked about in the last episode and go further of what we did as a den and as a parent. And uh, so let's get right on it. Last uh, episode was pretty sad and dark, and we were we, we were all grieving as parents and knowing the two kids and their mom and how they're getting prompt for such mental abuse. Uh, there was a, he said, Imam is like a pastor. He said, you wouldn't rec to go read the Bible if they broke their legs. Why would, they re why would you recommend somebody to go read the Quran if they have mental illness, if they have depression and issues as such? Why would you do that? It's, it is uh, unethical. It is not empath. There's there, right? You're making judgment on something that you shouldn't be making on. And he, as a den, one, two of the kids, both of the kids that passed away were both, they'd done tons and tons of the activities and we had a lot of, a lot of fun, a lot of um, stuff together as a den last year. And everybody I spoke with said, yes, that kid was just amazing. He was amazing. He was passionate, so full of life, so full of positivity, just beautiful. And so we decided that, you know, we should meet and we should talk about what we would do for the father and how can we make him feel home. There's no way anybody can have the father's full way. If you say, if you tell somebody that you know how they're feeling, you're essentially lying to them, right? Especially in a situation where they've lost somebody very close and dear to them. Uh, sure, if you've experienced a loss similar, if you've had your father pass away and you tell them and some and somebody else's father has passed away and you tell them, you know, I, I know how you feel. In that, in that regard, yes, you are truthful in that statement but something but majority of the time you don't want to be in that sh in those shoes don't right you want to be empathic empathetic empathetic you want to have empathy for the people suffering they're in grief so you want to be very very close to how they're feeling this is some of the things we were talking about so we had our regular den meeting, but we decided not to have it at the Adam, at Adam Center because there's there's a lot of people there, and we decided you know we should have at a home, somebody's home, where we can sit down and, and, and talk and have uh, quiet contemplation, and the kids can be in the basement and have their own meeting. And and one of the brothers from another den, he said, hey. I'll come and run your den meeting for your kids so that the parents can get together and talk. And we were very, very thankful for this den leader. And so it was it was just great in it that we, you know, we got together. We hadn't seen each other since last uh, spring or before the summer ended. I had seen some people over time, but, you know, it's different when they're in your home and you get to talk to them and go over some of the things that going in their mind you know if have they told their kids yet you know and uh, how how did you go around telling kids 
because I told my kids and the other den leader also told his kids and he's like, you know, he got a bunch of questions and he's like, you know, I, I don't know the answer to those questions and which is absolutely, absolutely valid because we didn't know the answers to those questions, but we wanted to convey to them that, hey, um, they have passed on, they're with God, they're in Jannah, they're in a much, much better place, and we're all going to go back there one day or another. And that is something that we need to keep in the front of our mind, that death is the only constant, the only certain thing. Just like changes, the only constant, death is the only certain thing in life. So we had some really good conversations and we talked back and forth and what we should be doing and we decided that we're going to honor his life and uh, we're going to honor the kids in doing different activities and have the kids write letters to their father um, in the next gen meeting, I believe. So that's one of the things. The other thing we want to do is we want to get in touch with people who are experts in uh, dealing with grief, dealing with loss. What did you? What do you do, right? And um, learn from them and keep make this an ongoing education and remove the stigma and 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 uh, the taboo around it. Like you know, it's not taboo; it's real. And one of the things that my friend. Uh, one of the parents mentioned was that, you know, there's mental health all over the world, but we have the luxury to actually, we have so much time living in United States. We have so much time. We have all our basic needs met. All our basic needs are met and we have the time to have mental illness or be have the ability to deal with them and educate people and figure out how to solve this issue but in the third world countries in other countries they don't have the time to deal with mental illness because they're still trying to cover those basic needs and if somebody who has mental illness well too bad they got to figure out how they're gonna you know where they're gonna be living and where the food's gonna come and you know is there uh there's just so many variables there's so many things and and we are just living in such luxurious uh, environments and setups and it's just we have so many opportunities that that we can afford that we can benefit from it's it's just an amazing and a grateful place to be so yeah I mean I don't have any more things well actually I do so we told our we had told our son this the second day when about his best friend passing away and then on Friday when we had the prayer service janaza we call it um, he was going to the mosque with my wife and he comes down ready and he's like I'm so happy today I'm so excited and I was like well that's good well, what's the reason behind it he's like today my friend goes to heaven he goes directly to heaven and my wife's like you're absolutely correct children so our children are so innocent and so beautiful their minds the way they work they the, the way they put things together it's just so beautiful and when I when I heard that I had tears in my eyes and I was like yeah, it's that's just so beautiful and um, so then Saturday evening we got to meet the father and and you know i 
hugged him and I, I told him, you know, it was just, it's just a sad situation and, you know, my condolences and condolences and all that. And he all, he just wanted to know, where's your son? Where's your son? I want to see him. And then when he came and, you know, he gave him a hug and of course he has, he had tears in there, in his eyes because he, he missed, he missed seeing, you know, he missed seeing his son. And he was telling me, you know, one regret that will stay with me for the rest of my life is that, you know, I never got around to set up that playdate. I never got around to do the playdate with, with, with our sons, because his son kept asking him throughout the summer, "Hey, I want to have a playdate with, with, with Muhammad. I want to have a playdate with Muhammad." And we just never got around to doing that. We had met them once at a Walmart, and they were just so excited to see each other hanging out running around and, and whatnot and we had to we were like yeah we had to go and they had to leave also so he's like you know i i never got around to do that play date and my wife was like you know i have the same regret because my son told my wife more times that you know i want to have that play date i want to have that play date can you call his mom i wonder if i had called if if my son told me I'm like hey dad can we set up a play date i don't know if i had called or not because that would be a regret for me as well and it is a regret for me because they were so happy when they got to hang out and play with each other it was so amazing so anyways that's uh just another wrap up for this episode um we are planning on some things for the community and and within the den and we're gonna plan out and uh do some letters and that uh the older brother was in a different den so we we're gonna contact that those guys and um tell them hey we're writing a we're writing this uh letters to their dad you know it would be nice if you get a total of 20 letters from the, the 10 the 20 kids and from the two dens or 18 or whatever the number is and it would be nice him to keep something like that so that's one thing we want to do and um the community here is much very strong they've realized and now they're they're doing some mental health uh, seminars where they talk about it um alfate school is setting one up adam center is setting one up and i'm sure there's more uh, getting set up as well because it's real it's it's not it's not just anybody and and it's something that's it's a taboo uh, topic in other religions as well you know you, and then and there's no way to say that you know you, you're wrong you're right and i just wanted to you know share that thank you again so much for listening and taking your time and and supporting this podcast i am truly truly um thankful and grateful to you guys again uh, don't forget to subscribe um, on iTunes or whichever service is your favorite. Um, the podcast is available on iTunes, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Music, or AudioCast. There's there's like nine, ten different places that the podcast is available. Please feel free to subscribe, send a message to at SuperGenade. Um, I am setting up their website for this podcast and each podcast will have its own page uh you're welcome to leave comments for each of the episodes i am uh, very grateful to your support thank you so much have a great day